This is Minnesota Today for Friday, February 17th. I'm NPR News reporter Hannah Yang. Here's your top story right now. NPR News has learned that the Metropolitan Council blocked a petroleum processor from discharging waste into the regional sewer system following an underground explosion and a series of leaks last summer. Tim Nelson has more. A stipulation agreement signed by Zoll Petroleum Maintenance halted discharges temporarily after environmental investigators tracked a pink substance from near the site of the June explosion near the U of M to the company in northeast Minneapolis. Zoll collects and recycles used oil and oily wastewater. It wasn't clear what caused the explosion, but an inspection found a faulty oil and water separating system was discharging flammable liquids into the sewer upstream from the U. Ned Smith is with the Met Council. Our assumption is they did not know it was going in. Smith says the agency has installed a real-time alert system to detect the presence of explosive vapors in sewers near the U, although the discharges have apparently stopped. I'm Tim Nelson. St. Paul Police today released body camera video that shows an officer fatally shooting a man wielding a large knife. Matt Sepik reports. Late Saturday afternoon, officers were called to a Western Avenue apartment building when a 911 caller reported that a resident was threatening people with what the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension later described as a, quote, 16-inch traditional Hmong knife. The BCA identified the man as 65-year-old Yia Zhang. Police video shows officers Abdirahman Dahir and Noshu Cha ordering Zhang to drop his weapon a half dozen times over 30 seconds. Zhang ignores the officers and goes into his apartment. Cha pushes the door open just before the officers back up along a short hallway. As Yang emerges holding the knife, Cha deploys his taser and Dahir fires five rounds from his rifle. The BCA investigation is still underway. I'm Matt Sepik. The Minnesota House has passed a bill setting up an earned sick and safe time system for workers in the state. The vote was 69 to 54. DFL Representative Liz Olson of Duluth says her bill would allow people to earn one hour of sick time for every 30 hours they work. She noted that Duluth, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Bloomington already have similar requirements. But for over 900,000 Minnesota workers, they don't have a single hour of paid time off to care for themselves or loved ones. They are disproportionately women, BIPOC Minnesotans, and low-wage workers. Republicans echo concerns from Minnesota business groups that employers already have the option to offer sick and safe time, and that most try to give workers time off when they're sick. They said a mandate from the state is too much for many small businesses. And here are some other stories we're watching. DFL Congresswoman Angie Craig says her office has received a number of threats and reported them to Capitol Police. Marcus Adeklik reports. Craig says her office started getting threats after Fox News reported on National Republican Congressional Committee statements that targeted her. The NRCC said she was a hypocrite for calling on law enforcement to crack down on violent crime after she was randomly assaulted in Washington last week. Craig was endorsed by a major police group for re-election last year. She says she's never supported calls to defund the police. So to really incite Uh, the far-right MAGA Republican base and to send them after me on Fox News and the NRCC doing the same thing. It's just gutter politics, and they have to be called out. The NRCC says no one condones violence against elected officials, but that it stands by its claim that Craig is tied to those who called for defunding police. I'm Mark Sedeklik. 
a food sanitation contractor that staffed three meatpacking plants in Minnesota, has paid a $1.5 million federal fine for using child labor for dangerous overnight cleaning shifts. John Collins has more. Wisconsin-based Packers Sanitation Services Incorporated admitted to using more than 100 children aged 13 to 17 to clean slaughterhouses. An investigation by the U.S. Department of Labor found that children cleaned saws and head splitters. Children worked at 13 facilities in eight states, including Turkey Valley Farms in Marshall, Buckhead Meat of Minnesota in St. Cloud, and JBS Foods in Worthington. There were 22 underage workers on the overnight shift at the Worthington plant alone. I'm John Collins. In sports, the Wild host the Dallas Stars tonight in St. Paul. The Wild have lost five of six games since the All-Star break. The Gopher women's basketball team plays at Northwestern Saturday afternoon at 2. And here's a look at the weather. Tonight, it's mostly cloudy with a chance of flurries in the late evening and early morning to the north with lows 15 to 20. Saturday, it's partly sunny with highs in the 30s. Saturday night, it's mostly cloudy with a chance of snow. Lows 7 to 14 northwest to mid-30 southeast. Sunday, it's mostly cloudy with a chance of snow north with highs in the lower 20s to lower 30s northwest to mid-30 southeast. Sunday night, it's colder and mostly cloudy with low 6 below to 3 above 0 north to 15 to 20 south. On President's Day, it'll be mostly cloudy with snow, highs 19 to 27 north to 30 south. And that's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Hannah Yang. Kathy Werzer will have an update on Tuesday. Until then, stay healthy and stay safe.